right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. The Giant is coming to New Jersey's American Dream. It's a giant mall. Huge, dude. Giant mall. The Giant, a mammoth moving attraction and exhibition with a five-story giant projection, is coming to the American Dream Mall. It's a 54-foot it's a tall skin of LED screens Jesus. that can take the shape of anyone. That's what it says. <laughs> that shit's evil, man. Just look at that it. It's like Zinchian magic. <laughs> like weird. It's a it's a giant screen display. I guess you guys are all looking at the same picture that I'm looking at. Yeah. Pause. You can't just throw this at us live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a lot. This is a hot potato to handle in front of people. I don't, I don't know what to do about this. It's a giant shape shifting screen that takes the form of different humans. What are the things around it? It looks like just balloon uh, structures. Chinese lanterns. They look like balloon displays of Chinese lanterns. They look like Am I viruses. crazy? No, that's they exactly look like what virus. they look like. <laughs> Guys. And you know they what? They look like viruses. <laughs> I might be back on my COVID arc. <laughs> Between oh, that dude, and the giant like eye COVID. thing in Vegas. You know, oh, the, um, yes, the, the MGM sphere. The sphere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they, the they sphere, call it dude. nearly sphere. We are fear creating the like fear the sphere. <laughs> we are creating these tech monoliths, and I just I don't know what to do with these things, other than an impulse I, to like do something redacted to them. I like it. Can I just can I just be the one to say that first? I really like the giant. I really like this. It's not. You're right that it's not like Little Amal. That's like amateur tier compared to. Giant virtual shape shifting beast <laughs> in the middle of in the middle of a a huge mall, a symbol for the accelerated pace we're moving towards. You walk out of Forever Twenty One, and that is staring <laughs> down at you. What you doing? The giant smiles on you. It says as you walk out with your good with your purchase. <laughs> like those shoes on you, Queen. <laughs> Very cute, Becky. <laughs> oh, you should get one of these on top of your house. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> just shout at the passers. Don't be throwing them rocks in this neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, the stuff that it, it would immediately turn incredibly racist, and I would be on the local news. <laughs> Residents shooting at man directed giant <laughs> giant races. And that's you what said the, You set it to the burning cross setting. Oh, God. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> oh, All right, I like the giant uh, because I've always liked. No matter its atheistic origins, I have always liked futurism and accelerationism and giant giant idols. Yeah, giant white resident of idols. local neighborhood directs giant racist stuff. If we can get one of our guys to take control of it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Can we throw Fuentes up there on that screen? Can we can we can we just can, what can we do oh, with it when somebody gets a hold of it? Is what I want to know. This could be little nasty's debut. All yeah, we need is I mean, a graphic designer. <laughs> we don't really need to build a giant statue anymore. Like look Look at what happens. Look at the hilarity that ensues when we get control of like those road signs. (laughs) I don't mean to get Jurassic on (laughs) you. Morphs into a dinosaur. (laughs) Oh man, dude. Yeah. Yeah, like Aaron, I'm thinking this. Aaron, I'm thinking this. We can we can have this thing. 
giving we can have this thing taking different forms that tell people to do stuff. Like maybe we could throw Obama up there. I have a dream. Make a purchase at Forever Twenty One today. <laughs> like see if we can lead people around. Yeah. Subscribe to my Patreon. <laughs> yeah, go listen to the news. <laughs> we could get one of these at Childerberg, dude. Yeah. Rolling. Yeah. Up. This is your Wh- chance. Where's to our roll marketing in on department? wheeler. <laughs> You're bringing the 18 other. Whoa, what do you got in there? Uh, just giant screens? <laughs> A giant Italian American wigger. <laughs> First Damn, name <dude>. Lil. <laughs> Pause. I, I gotta say, I didn't. This is new to me. So, I don't know. What do you guys think about it? Pause. You're obviously a skeptic. I am a skeptic in that I fear it and want to kill it. (laughs) I don't think that naturally fully equates to, like, skeptic skeptic, but it's probably related. Yeah, you're, like, lowercase skeptic about this. I don't know. What do you fellas think? Aaron, what do you think about the giant? I hope something bad happens to it. Really? Yeah. This is... Oh. Car, are you on my side or are you on their side? I'm oscillating every three or four seconds. <laughs> you're not sure. You're mm. thinking of all the possibilities, but yeah. you're remembering it's a giant guy. <laughs> yeah, it's still early in the process. I My mind has yeah. to fully. All right. Yep. Well, we'll see where this goes, I guess. Yeah, they won't sure. need to bring little Amal around anymore. She can just visit different giant screen locations. Yeah, track. Um, I, 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 what, what are you doing if you get control of it? I'm doing straight ball sack shot. Straight ball sack meat. For sure. I'm not creative. <laughs> you gotta get the right angle. <laughs> oh shit, dude. Alright. Enough ball sack talk. Yeah. Um For now. We have a number of different news topics today. I will get a couple little ones out of the way. And I know, pause. This is going to be contentious for you. Um, we we've seen that Chuck Schumer is going to ban Zinn, fellas. Uh, he's moving on the on the plan. There's the sigh. Pause. Tell the listeners what you feel about Zinn and its users. I think that they are all spoiled Zoomers that have not had to go through the cigarette wars, and that unless they are willing. To help me overthrow indoor smoking bans, they're going to get what they deserve. The line is not drawn at pouches. It's drawn at treating me like a piece of livestock. That is why I am announcing live my intentions on the next uh, Into the Cave to do a full Zin review. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were going to say instigate a riot. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> depending on my honestly, with the way that Zen users behave, depending on what I rate different things, there could be a riot instigated. Yep. You know what? The problem with Zen is that the techie ass Henrys love it, but a cigarette's too dirty for them to touch and not good enough. It makes me cough. Look, it gives my it gives my throat a rash. <laughs> I'm gonna make so much money, so much money on. Fentanyl flavored Zen. <laughs> fentanyl. <laughs> fentanyl flavored bootleg Zen. I know you're. Te- I know you're doing Zen, Aaron, for sure. No, no, I actually really don't. Uh, I do this. Really? I, I, I have experimented with uh, non nicotine pouches. It's this company, Black Buffalo. You can find the them online. Ones? No, no, they're a proprietary blend of whatever plants. I guess they don't want to say. It's probably buffaloes. Samurai X methamphetamine dick pill stuff that you get. (laughs) No, it's it's with fentanyl. It's just like uh, it's just like grizz. It's like wintergreen grizz. It's just good. (laughs) It's like clean coal. It's good clean fat. Artisanal. American. Artisanal fat. Designed in in the mountains of a laboratory in Sichuan, China. In southwest Cleveland. (laughs) Well, we'll see where I don't think they're going to be able to take the Zen away. Um, I just don't. I think the time has passed, which again. Um, really makes me wonder how they got cigarettes through in the first place. I'm, I'm um, bullish on agorism. <laughs> C- 
C4SS yeah, has my back. <laughs> yeah. Why fentanyl flavored Zin is good for you. <laughs> that is not a bad segue into my next topic. I want to give a king of the week out, but this is an interesting one because, first of all, it's king of the week and not king of the week. Yeah. Um, wheels. I want to wheels. give a king of the week nomination to Wheels because. And it, of course, it happened on a Wednesday or whatever day it was <laughs> where Wheels decided to stand up and grow a pair mm-hmm. and stand up to the federal government. But now I'm thinking about rescinding it because nothing's happened. Exactly as predicted by Oh, no, boy. Nothing's yeah, happened. Well, it comes out. Well, it is. Nothing's happened. Biden didn't didn't national didn't federalize the national guard, and and the border patrol cut the wire down, and then Texas put up more wire. It's we're back where we were a week ago. This is this is having sex in the senate, gay sex in the senate hall, part two. Now, wow, you guys are really bearish on this story. Well. I'm bearish on the story, yes. I'm bearish on the story. We Now, as far as actual news on this goes, I think we all predicted a kind of a stasis was going to happen yeah. because the other option is very extreme. I mean, mm-hmm. the difference being, like, the last time that the National Guard was federalized was during the integration of schools. Uh, oh, and yeah, that was right. against the Arizona, Arkansas? the Arkansas state governor. And most of the country was for the integration of schools at the time. Whereas right now, this is about cutting some wire and letting millions of people into the country. (laughs) And half of the governors, all 25 Republican governors at this point, I think there's 26 total. Somebody hasn't joined in. I forget who. But this is like... This is not the time to federalize the National Guard, I would would say. So we're calling it a, a, a stasis... And the problem with wheels and car, you'll you'll agree with this is the guy takes a stand, and then after a couple of weeks, he kind of just like backs down or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, he's not like he um, <clears throat> he's not the 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 uh, the guy that you want to have the ball when there's you know seconds on the clock. Like he's just not a, a long term. Yeah, well, or like a long term decision. This nah. guy doesn't stick with stuff. No, he doesn't really care. I don't think this guy's no lot. Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's no, for sure. No, no. Uh, but I will say it was pretty interesting that he more or less got his way. It seems like uh, for now, for now, of. yeah. So for we'll now. see how it plays. And this whole like Supreme Court, he's defying the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court order, for those of you who are not aware, was about whether or not the Border Patrol is allowed to cut the wire. That's it. It was a very specific lifting of a very specific injunction. All they did was put up more wire and continue to block access to the boat ramp. This is still going to be decided by the Supreme Court. And it's probably going to be decided in Biden's favor if if the decision comes before you know, Trump was elected, at which point this will be irrelevant and moot. But um, it's probably going to be a whole lot of nothing. And I think functionally, Wheels is kind of getting like if this is a play to just stall immigration until Trump comes in. I feel like Wheels is doing the part. He's well, playing yeah. the role. Yeah. Did you guys hear that? I mean, this is another instance of Biden going the indirect route for punishing his enemies, uh, cutting the natural gas exports. I yeah, did. I yes. saw that, but I think <clears throat> if I understand it correctly, he's he's stalling the permits for new natural gas export facilities. So it's not like he's shutting down any. Yeah. Ah. All right. I That's thought it was just a, a moratorium on natural gas exports on new terminals. I believe I on see. the construction of new terminals. So I guess that's not like the punishment I thought it was. I mean, it's not, nah, probably it's... not what. You thought it was, but it's also not nothing. It's, yeah. it's definitely a direct, you know, a political attack. But it, because you know Texas has a shitload of natural gas, and uh, but I, I, my understanding of it is, it's just he's saying you guys can't build any new ones for the next six months or whatever. However yeah. long we have left so, of I this, mean, man, I'm really know. banking hard, and that this guy's not going to come back. Boy, <laughs> it's going to be really rough. We actually got it from some word from President Biden. 
Um, here's what he said about uh, what you were talking about, Aaron. The beer brewed here, it is used to make the brew beer here in this final. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. <laughs> It's all right. That's Bob Big Guy Spoke. It's pretty clear now. Was that from Can we do a breakdown on that? We usually will we will play say that again? Was that from his trip up to Superior? It was, yeah. This is about yeah, this is You heard him mention the Great Lakes, pause. Yeah. Here. Let's try it again. Let's see if you can get what he's saying from this, because I can't. I just can't. Here. Hold on. The beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer in this final. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder what it's <laughs> You think you understand it, right? He goes, the beer's brewed here is used to brew the beer. Uh-huh. And then Ooh. it kind of... <laughs> Falls apart. A little, a little now, celebratory woo for getting the first part out, and then he just now, falls uh, down imagine, for the last. <laughs> imagine that, but on a fifty-four foot tall screen at the center of one of America's largest malls. <laughs> I think I'm on Paz's side again. Can we get it one more time? <laughs> Emphasis on the yeah. that celebratory like woo. Is that what you think it is? It's celebratory. Let's listen again. Let's hear. The beer brewed here, it is used to make the brew beer in this final. Oh, Earth Rider, thank you. <laughs> what, what is he even maybe not, saying? Maybe it's not celebratory. Maybe it's, Dude, nerv- maybe it's, maybe it's very nervous. <laughs> yeah, nervous laughter. What is this fucking guy saying? What I is love he the saying? laughter, too. They're reading for context, and they, they think that he attempted to say something funny, so they're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> It's, it's like what I do on this show. <laughs> yeah, whenever you think that we said something. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Oh, so yeah. that's all we what are to you is a bunch of fake it? laughs, Aaron? <laughs> I see how it is. Uh, what is he fuck? I got, I'm sorry. I got to go for it one more time. Yeah, I feel I like I'm too. on the verge of a breakthrough on uh, it. Yeah, but I'm, really, I'm not sure. Let's hear one more time. Beer brewed here. <laughs> it is used to make the brew. Brew beer in this final. Oh, Earth Rider, no. thanks for the Great Lakes. <laughs> no, dude. It's helpless, dude. They, he really, like, I'm really, he loses my grip at the same part every time. Yeah. It's so hard to keep track. Wow. <clears throat> this guy's not going to last, man. They, this guy yeah, but we've been saying that for four years, man. What? He's oh, no. right. He's just going to keep going. I Why? think I'm with. I think I'm with Aaron here. Nothing ever happens. Like, it's, no, it's just going to keep going. Oh, my God. He just doesn't. It just And it doesn't stop. It doesn't fucking stop. Really? No. It's crazy, dude. All right. It we'll sure move is. on. Uh, we can do. Do you guys see John Fetterman waving an Israeli flag around on his rooftop? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, wait, what? Dude, the, dude, the Fetterman is arc real? is there is no dude. better arc in America right now than Fettermania. Just emerging. So John Fetterman is uh, has I think he's come out in support of Israel in as many ways. And pause for context. He's got protesters outside of his house, Palestine, <laughs> pro-Palestine people. And he, at some point, he emerges on the rooftop of his house or wherever it is, and he pull. He's got a giant Israel flag, and he just drapes it over the the side of the building. And um, is chanting like "Let's go Israel" or something. So, and um, the really good question: Did he already have that, or did he get it for this purpose? Yeah, did he have it lying around? It's a great question. <laughs> it's a great question because I'm noticing, I, and I'm really shocked to see, I'm noticing. I'm really shocked to say this. I think Fetterman is our guy. <laughs> it seems like it. He's been acting like it recently, at least. Oh man! Like I've always said, Trump was our guy, but we kind of know that that's not true. Because one day he'll do something, and we're all going to be like, "See, this is why we shouldn't have." But this Fetterman guy, like, he what he? I, I, he's a schmuck. Like I, that's me. That he's me, dude. If I was in Congress, I'd be going around and he's a literal retard, stomach. just like me. Just like me, dude. And he ah. He's just really is a, a role model for me. 
You know what's the he really is, crazy thing? He is to thing? people like us as Obama was to black people. I'm beginning to suspect. <laughs> Gives us hope that we can achieve. I am beginning to suspect they did not, they being the machine, did not actually want him to win. They just had to give him the seat in order to give Pennsylvania to Biden over Trump. Because if you remember, Pennsylvania was one of the really heavily contested states. Yeah, Doctor yeah. Oz. Oh, Mehmet, that's right. Oh, yeah. what a good run he had. How Forgot fun was that? <laughs> just a real, just an absolute skinwalker. <laughs> <laughs> really long fingers and nails on that guy. Just saying. Yeah, the Fetterman arc is. I mean, it's newsworthy is all I can really say about it is it's very, it's news. very newsworthy and it feels good really news. good. Yeah. Feels really good. It feels really good. <laughs> the Fetterman arc feels really good. <laughs> Voting feels really good. <laughs> feels good. <laughs> um, how do we feel about the news so far, Carr? Where are you in the news world? How, how, how are you doing? I'm getting, uh, I'm gaining traction. I'm gaining traction. I've enjoyed our news items so far and I'm looking forward to future news items and, uh, I'm, like I said, I'm gaining traction. Do you feel like things are going to get? I'm. Oh, this is pe- peppering for a future future bit. But do you feel like things are going to get better for the news still? Through the episode or in general over time? Let's go six months from now. Where are we at? Better state with news or worse? We're in a blow off top of of emotional greed. We're we're gonna absolutely hit wide open throttle over the next six months, and it's gonna be it's gonna... mania. I'm agree. I'm I'm more and more in agreement, but there are some some caveats. That's that's my little teaser. But before I do that, Aaron, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you in here. Um, any silver linings? Anything you want? You've nudist over the week? Uh, yeah. Have you guys been uh, looking into the popcorn bucket? for dune 2 that that, that'll be in theaters near you the elf sent me a meme about it that i didn't quite understand but the meme was funny in itself uh so i'm i'm very very curious to hear this all right well if you're if you'll direct your attention into our our gc you will get a glimpse of uh the new popcorn bucket for dune 2 worm's mouth Mm. (laughs) oh that's disgusting (laughs) what is that that's a popcorn bucket, bird. No, that is oh. Shy Halud. <laughs> and Gazuntai to you as well. I never read Dune. I don't know. It, that's it's the, worm, the name I of guess. the grandfather worm. It's Shy Halud. The biggest worm. Mm. It's, and you're uh, supposed to put your hand into that? Yep, you're supposed your to put your out? fist into it. And, uh. <laughs> Your closed fist. I'm not. I'm down on this. Yeah, I'm. I'm not excited about this at all. You're not. You don't want to see people fisting the worm. <laughs> that would be the most distracting movie going experience. Yeah. <laughs> Man, let's. Yeah, let, that's that's what everybody thought. Movie theaters are very good and not distracting. <laughs> let's introduce. Uh, <laughs> It's going to be the only movie where the white people are more annoying. During the movie. (laughs) Jesus. I don't like this whole, they did it with Oppenheimer, they did it with Barbie, and that was like a community grassroots thing. Are we talking about they're giving this out in the theaters for a certain ticket price? Yeah, this will be the popcorn bucket that you can get. And it's That's really bad. It's literally an asshole. It is. It is a. It, it is, is an asshole. It is not an asshole. It is Shy Halud. I. I, <laughs> I know, but they didn't have the production value for the popcorn bucket to make it look that like that. That is an excuse being shouted by some politician getting caught having gay sex in the in the Congress. It's not, it is not an asshole. It is Shy Halud. <laughs> hey, are you guys uh, banging in here? I don't like this. I don't like this. I would be a much happier man if movie theaters disappeared entirely. <laughs> like nobody mm-hmm. was allowed to see a movie anymore. You know what? At least day. no more movies. That's our stance. Anyways, right? Because mm. I like yeah. movies. So I don't what happens want movies if somebody's? 
what happens if somebody shoots up the theater and these are all strewn across the ground Jesus. full of leaking with blood? <laughs> Uh, oh, not good. I'm giving it yeah. a four out of ten as far as whimsy goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if they spent a little extra money in the design phase, this could mm-hmm. have been something. Would but you it want just... it to be longer? What do you What do you think would improve? <laughs> it's like you want it to be a longer tunnel, or <laughs> maybe a tighter tunnel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something to take home with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the popcorn butter's in there anyways. <laughs> well, that's, di- that's going to be a different incident happening all across movie theaters. Yeah. Aren't you American? Yeah, yeah, the most upsetting news day in, in recent memory is the day Super after bear, Dune, Dune comes out. I'm so bearish about this. I don't know. That's my silver uh, lining. It's filled with popcorn butter anyways. You might as well. You yeah. might as well. That's and that's how I would. That's how I would improve the bucket. Is that's what's printed on the outside. Is you, you might, might as, as well. well. No, no other context. <laughs> no, nothing. Just you might as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna segue us to what will be an even more upsetting topic, and I promise this won't go on longer for 15, than 15 seconds. But um, I'm gonna upset some people here. Here we go. Uh, a new thing happened. Came out in the middle of the news. Straight, really just kill yourself. I've been scrolling right past that. <laughs> That's the first time I've actually heard it. Yeah. That's more upsetting than the Dune. Actually, the Dune bit now looks a lot better. Bright and shiny compared to this, yeah, right? Yeah, great. Can I'm we a go back to bullish on the Dune Can we go the back popcorn to, cup now? To fornicating with the Dune popcorn bucket in public theaters? Uh, that was great. That, those were the good times. One of those Dune helmets you put onto the popcorn bucket smells a lot better than that song. <laughs> <laughs> a week in Aaron's closet, this song stinks worse than that bucket top. Good grief. That's bad. This this can't happen. Yeah, I don't know how much that... of this I'm going to be allowed to include, but these people need to be... <laughs> this can't happen. This, uh, you know, typically I'm pretty optimistic about the news, but um, this is not good for the news. This is not good for anyone or anything. Except the people who already rage click on that twerp. Yeah. The only solace I get is that there are going to be listeners that are also going to hear it for the first time and feel just as down as we are right now. Mm, that is a good point, Aaron. Misery loves company. Am I wrong that this can't? This this is not a part of the future plan. You you're sticking to this. I I actually agree with you. Yeah, this can't can no longer happen. No, it's uh, it's, an, it's an aberration. Yeah, it's uh, it is. It needs to be taken care of. In a four American way. soldiers are killed in in Jordan. They could have struck the building that these two guys are in, and it would have <laughs> been a heroic act. <laughs> it would have been an act of heroism. Whoever Tom McDonald is, I hope you get asshole cancer. I hope you. I hope. I hope that they send you into the hospital and they t- pull your pants out and it looks like the Dune bucket cover and it's fucked up. And Ben, I, I tie him up, put him in Gaza, one weekend. That's it. <laughs> weekend. It's over. Weekend. Weekend, weekend in Gaza. Like, kind of crossover <laughs> film. A weekend with Benny. I the, I heard it the first time I heard this. It was like three thirty in the morning. I'm going. I'm I'm out by the canal. I'm overlooking the cool steam rising off of the canal, and I'm scrolling, <laughs> and I see this, and I go, "Wait, Ben Shapiro's the guy who said that hip hop is not music." He said that a couple of years ago. So I was like, "So if he's going to be doing this, this has got there's got to be has got to be fire." This is not music. He proved his point. He debunked <laughs> us. He debunked everybody. 
weekend at Il Bernabads. I'm giving know. a King of the Week award to all of us who've heard this. <laughs> and survived to, to, to either record this show or listen to it. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> that this yeah. will be in your memory for at least the next three weeks. We're the losers of the week. Yeah. Well, should we it move on? It has to stop. It should. We should. We should. Um, Aaron, this is probably going to be a topic you're going to have a lot to say uh, on the Vince McMahon saga that's going oh, on yeah, I right didn't, now. I need to be caught up on this because I actually I saw that he maybe perhaps got me too or something in, the sim, in, in, a, in a similar well, vein, but I, I did not – I don't know anything about this. Aaron, I'll lead here. I want to hear so, from, the, from the Vince McMahon – supporter what you feel has happened <laughs> so he hired this this lady as a contractor to um basically entertain uh guests and by entertain it's perform all kinds of like weird uh degrading sex acts um mm-hmm. alleged he allegedly like took a shit on her head vince mcmahon <laughs> took a shit on her head oh. Um, had her get gang banged, uh, all kind like probably a lot of words that I'm not, I'm not technically allowed to say on this show, but, um, per contract. Yeah. The, the deal was, is that he paid her a lot of money and, you know, didn't, didn't like coerce her in any way to stay. So now it's oh, been about go. 10 years and, uh, now it's it. a problem. Yep. Mm-hmm. Many such cases. So, uh, this was his talent director, um, or this might even be a different person. Uh, for those of you who know wrestling, it, her name is something Grant. I don't even I don't know. Who cares? Um, she got shit on. Her head got shit on by Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis. For those of you who know, <laughs> it was the two of them, not just the one. That's what she's alleging. Her name is Janelle Grant. Um, he sent her a lot of interesting text messages. I don't know if any of you guys have read the text messages. Absolutely. It's a lot of like, oh, I'm going to do black cocks. Like, it's a lot of like really unhinged sexual Alex Jones. Boomer sex. Yeah, like bad. And the spelling mistakes. Dude, imagine he's bearing down on you through text. The guy actually uses all caps, like straight up all caps the whole time. Um, it looks like a 15 year old messaging, like, it's, I don't know, it's really odd. Yeah. It's really strange. Um, he also has, and again, this isn't uncomfortable. This is uncomfortable for me, fellas. He has racially themed dildos. I don't know if you guys heard about this, mm. but we all, we all kind of knew this and anybody who's been a fan of the WWE for a, really any amount of time. We've all we all knew this stuff. We all knew Vince McMahon was a a sex pervert. Uh, yeah. I mean, and that's more of a, <laughs> a sex pervert. A, a less yeah, that's probably a less defamatory statement than some of the words that probably should be used to describe Vince McMahon. We all know that John Cena only became who he was because he let him fuck him in the ass. Mm-hmm. We all know that. I mean, the entire Attitude Era. Happened because Vince McMahon was getting fucked in the ass by everybody. So all of us kind of knew this, but the details, when you actually read them out in text, the kinds of things, he's got, she's shitting on people's heads, he's peeing everywhere, he's got racially themed dildos. To explain what that means, that in the WWE, there are wrestlers of many different skin colors and kinds. You know, it's a very open institution. Apparently, if he took a liking to you, he would buy a dildo in your mm. skin color, right. and then he would name it after you. And then he Jesus. would use it to penetrate this woman who's alleging he assaulted her, as ma- well as many other men and women. Mm. So you're sitting down there one day, and you got, take Kofi Kingston. Whoa! Right there. That sounds Ooh. horrific. Frankly, it's horrific. It's, it's horrific. It's typical like billionaire sex pest shit. Like they, when They're you can have sex any, guy, <laughs> when you can just have anything you want and anything your brain can conceive, They're not. eventually you get bored and then you move on to like the next worst thing. 
And he's about yeah. like 10 levels of that. Yeah, and he's had infinite power. And again, if you've been a WWE person for a long time, you kind of notice this. You kind of notice the trend. The way that he treats the whole institution, the wrestlers, the wrestling, all of it, is like it's his little dollhouse. Mm -hmm. So this is not even really surprising. And that's kind of where, did he assault a woman? Probably. Did he shit on her forehead? Definitely. Does he yeah. have racially themed dildos? Of course. Are you so are you shocked? But at the same time, the guy is the greatest marketing and promoting guy in the history is, of sports oh, yeah. and sports entertainment. His, his contribution silver linings here. His contribution to sports saying. entertainment can't be understood. Turning this guy into a silver lining I'm, subject. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying he's a good guy, but I am saying He's a genius. I am saying that if we hired him to market this show. Oh, oh my God. Go. Here we go. We would be absolutely famous. And. And, yeah. And that's and, the yeah. other part. And, and we got called into the office. We're wondering whether or not this is going to be our time to get a prostate And you see a exam. dune bucket sitting on the, on the, on the desk. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Good tie. Good yeah. tie. Yeah. I mean. You got to take the good with the bad. Mm. Nobody's perfect, all right? Yeah. What's the bad for you? (laughs) Just just, just clarifying. (laughs) You know, how is this any different than the whole Dubai influencer thing? It's not. It's not. I mean, other than the text messages. like, Like, the actual material evidence is... Really, the reason why this story is so powerful to me, yeah, I would say. They're calling you an evidence guy. It. Yeah, I love seeing the evidence. Well, maybe I'm <laughs> be more careful about phrasing that. <laughs> I like knowing the evidence. I don't need to see the evidence, though. I like holding the evidence in my hand <laughs> as I hold the hand that. of Vince McMahon. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit this button here. Let's see if this works. Sit down, let me tell you about the internet. (laughs) It is it is time to discuss the airline industry, fellas. And you're probably wondering, how is this a Wilder West? I don't know, because it has something to do with finances, I guess. <laughs> I, I needed more segment music. Um, first of all, I want to give a King of the Week award out. <laughs> the, other, the other one. Bolt guy? Uh, not Bolt guy, but we're going to get into that. Actually, King of the Week is going to go to one excessively farting passenger who was forced off an American Airlines flight. After he farted too much. Quote, farted too much is the quote. Too much. That is it. (laughs) I just (laughs) measuring it, and then at some point it hits a threshold and they turn (laughs) the plane around. That is it. (laughs) All right. Um, (laughs) Too much. The windy passenger uh, was on a flight going from Phoenix, Arizona to Austin, Texas. They were about... They were about over Albuquerque or somewhere. I don't know. Did um, you just make that up? <laughs> yeah, I don't know where they... I don't know when... And this is the thing, is I don't really know... We don't know the details of the story, but basically, after the majority of the passengers began to board, a flatulent flyer uh, <laughs> began to force wind through his popcorn bucket top and pollute the air inside of the... Inside of the fuselage, or whatever it's called. <laughs> and so he gets a couple of farts off, and one flyer starts to complain and says, this is really terrible, this has to stop. There was a man who was audibly disgruntled and probably hungover, or he had a rough day. He was grumbling, you know, fucking hell, I don't know. After a majority of the passengers began to board, 
there's a report that the guy goes, you thought that was rude? Well, how about this? And he started farting and farting. Wow. And, um, so it was malicious. Really what prov- no, you're right. Exactly. So nobody knows why he did it. But the fact is that he, he utilized the fart as a kind of a weapon. Mm-hmm. So they're in the air. The flight attendants, one of the, they had one of the flight attendants go over and tell him, that's enough. <laughs> they told him, you've got to stop. And he <coughs> doesn't stop. He says, okay, fine, I'm stopping. And then he doesn't stop and keeps farting. And then the pilot makes an announcement. <laughs> Over the fucking, whatever you call it, the intercom goes, we are apologizing for this interruption, but we've got to return to the airport and to the gate, and we'll give you more information when we have it. They get back to the gate, the flight attendant comes over and says that he's not, the, fa- the farter will not be on this flight. They, they literally, they manhandle him off, and some, there's a, a passenger who claims that he said he didn't understand why he was being taken off the plane. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> like, that's going to work. There's so Why many avenues to this thing. Yeah, I don't know. Just... So oh, they actually man. kicked the guy off. And uh, at first I thought they were way in the air, like way over a state. And at what point do you decide this guy's gone rogue? Like, at what point do you decide we've right. got to land the plane? At what point do you decide that's enough? <laughs> that's You got to throw open one of those emergency doors and <laughs> that's dispose. Enough. Yeah, so that's uh, going to be my king of the week for a week. Bowel? Um... But also a king in many other ways. Now, on to the main topic. We've got a couple of airline industry mishaps. If you look at that, I mean, if you Google airline industry and, and then you set it to, like, past month and then you look it at the news. It autofills mishaps. Dude, you would not believe the number of things that have happened. We had bolts that weren't screwed on on the wing. We had... Uh, a Boeing plane losing a tire before takeoff. The tire just fell off. I don't know if you heard about that one. Yep. We heard a nose cap flew off of the plane midair. I didn't see that. We had the door flew off on a passenger flight. And I think everything that I named is either Boeing or happened on an American Airlines chartered flight. It was one or the other. Like, one of these companies, is, and it might actually be both. Yeah. But th- there's something even weirder about the observation. I was doing some brief observations about this, and, um, you know, because we had an enlightening conversation for me last week about, car the reasons why you believe there is a competency crisis, that things are getting worse. And it is clear that, Airlines are currently facing challenges which could be described as unprecedented. The emergency door, the, the – the, I mean it's just crazy stuff that we've never had. We've had cell phones for a long time, haven't seen videos of anything that crazy. But it goes even deeper than that. There's 2,000 flight cancellations since the start of the year. 2,000 flight cancellations. Yeah. More than that, 79 flights – as reported by the Federal Aviation Administration, since the start of the year, 79 flights have been grounded for some mechanical mishap. 79 flights, which probably is not a lot of flights, but it's a lot of flights also at the same time. There were near collisions of commercial airplanes, and they have almost doubled since five years ago. More than that, the FAA reported a 65% increase in air traffic controller errors in just the past fiscal year. In the business arena, you, you probably remember there was that JetBlue merger with Spirit Airlines that got blocked by a federal judge. And I think what you notice is the, the top four airlines, of which JetBlue is not one of them they're trying to become, one of the top four and kick Southwest or United out. But you've got American, Delta, United, and Southwest. 
are flourishing. They're doing amazingly well, and it has nothing to do with the government allowing them to merge or not. It has to do with their loyalty programs. Programs that come from credit cards, schemes, frequent flyer miles. Over the past few years, airline loyalty programs have become more profitable than actual flights on Mm. all four of the major airlines. The frequent flyer miles reward, it it, it ends up, they're spending uh, uh, based on you using the card rather than flying. And so, I mean, I think it's something about like 1% of the U.S. GDP is Delta's credit card (laughs) system. And so the, the, yeah, go ahead, please. No, 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 keep going. Well, basically it works out to the big four controls about 70% of the airline market and over half, over half. And I think it's significantly over half. I think it's about 60% of the profit they're making comes from their credit card program. So on the consumer front, there's obviously a decline in service quality. I think anybody who's flown recently can tell you that. Despite the $55 billion pandemic bailout, ticket prices are up 20% since then. General consumer price, that is to say, of anything that you pay for at the airline, is also up 20%. Matching that. Service quality sucks. Flight cancellations are becoming more common. Delays are even more common than that. About three quarters of domestic flights, uh, sorry, about one quarter of domestic flights arrived on time at the start of last year uh, for the first six months. The highest rate of delay in a decade. From a financial standpoint, however, they're doing great. And it has all to do with their airline loyalty programs. So the question that's being asked is, have airlines become credit card companies? And I don't know what that ties into in the larger conversation about the competency crisis, but certainly in terms of the incentives of where the money is coming from. The flight is sort of like a bonus now. It's not like the the, the thing that they do. It's sort of like, well, spend on the credit card and... Then you can take a mediocre flight somewhere at some point. And it makes all the perfect sense, cutting the costs from one thing and then lending credit as the other thing because you're getting ridiculous bailouts. So, Carr, uh, you wanted to jump in here. Yeah, I think I can shed some light on this. Um, And this may not be 100% true, but I think it probably holds largely true. I think that this is reflective of, in many ways, of just the greater scheme. And we've talked about it. um, I think we've talked about it kind of like the fact that we're we've more or less been in a recession for since like 08 and it just the recession is largely been <clears throat> experienced by the lower class but now it's creeping up into the middle class and like there's a smaller a smaller and smaller segment of the the country is essentially not in recession you know wealth wise right um i i think that what you're seeing here so like i and i'll give you my perspective like i travel for work so i have a, am loyal to an airline, right? Because I don't care about price. Um, because all of that is, is, yeah, I don't want to say I completely don't care about price, but like, I'm going to go check my app, get my flight to where I need to go and not even think about it and just expense it. And, <clears throat> and, and I'm greatly incentivized to have a credit card from that airline because I get ridiculous. Like I don't pay personal money to go, to fly anywhere for for personal reasons because I don't fly that much and I get so many points from flying for work that like you know it just is it makes a whole lot of sense um you know it's a couple of my friends in real life are in that situation so what happens and a lot and that's a that's a thing that that is a very prominent part of the American economy there's a lot of people that just travel that fly a lot for work so I think what you're seeing is that <clears throat> All of these airlines are vying for that business travel, and they will make it make things very easy and good for you if you are part of that group of people. I.e., you are registered with an American, like American Airlines or Southwest um, or United um, credit card, and you're you have status. Then life is very good for you. Through, right. You know, and you, you will get you will get to where you need to go if it is at all possible. You see them they will passing not lose your by bags. on the fucking TSA. You see these club members passing by being carried on sedan chairs. That's you. <laughs> I have not flown 
in so long now that I wouldn't even know how to get on a plane anymore, let alone be treated <laughs> yeah. like a human being once I do manage to get on it. It is. Oh, it's dude. If it, you're the, not the, like the, car, the, it is rapidly the discrepancy, declining. The, the discrepancy. Oh, I know. And I'm in the airport a fair amount. Like I trust me. I know. And, and I've been on the other side too. Like I, there were times where I didn't travel out for work. I, I didn't have status, you know, and whatever. But yeah, like if, if you're, if you have like, for example, pre-check and you're, you have a credit card and status, you have access to all the lounges, you breeze through security, drop your, schlep your bags to the front and just drop them off. And then you know, they're going to be there. If a flight gets canceled, they will do everything they can to put you on the next one. Because I think that all of these big four airlines know that that's where their bread is buttered, not just through the credit card, additional like income from the credit card side, but also because if you lose the business traveler who is pr- almost price agnostic on tickets, they just need to get to where they need to be for the meeting. Um, then you have to go back and start scrapping it amongst the, the, the lower portion of the, the, the demographic. And they, you know, and then, then you're down in that jet blue status and that's a dog eat dog world and airlines don't last that long in that arena. And so you just have like, you just have, these loyal business uh, customers that you try with all your might to keep so that you can keep the the wheel turning. And I, I think so that's, I think like, I don't think most of these airlines really care about anybody outside of that demographic to any large degree. They do not. And it's getting yeah. more evident. More yeah, and more evident. Mm-hmm. I flew oh, yeah. on a first class flight one time and it was incredible. It was like, you could tell the guy to you know, go fuck yourself, and he'd be like, "Thank you, sir." It's an incredible difference between when they flip that little curtain over to separate you from the other guys, mm-hmm. and that's I don't most of those people I don't even know if they're flying on the credit, but yeah, the service is so for such an elite group now. Um, yeah, yeah, schlubs like me, lower classers like me, uh, it's terrible. It's the worst experience of all time. Well, right, but but then again, the flip side is like you probably don't fly as much as i do and so if i had to go through that every single time i yeah you would never yeah you would like i would i just wouldn't do it like i would it's not probably one of the reasons why i choose not to fly to see friends right. outside of the state of course yeah because it's <laughs> yeah. a miserable it's experience exactly yeah, why terrible. i've yeah. still never gotten down to florida despite having 10 homies all in the miami area yeah why would i put myself nightmare. through that how would i put myself through that yeah and and to be clear even for the the business, you know, uh, demographic, <clears throat> flying now compared to flying in the '90s is an absolute beating. You know, it's it's just oh, a beating p- compared yeah. to like pre '90s. But also, hey, the other thing I wanted to t- to talk about was, you know, th- it seems like the airlines have been making the news now. But remember that th- this was one of the first things that really was cropping up during the initial months of COVID too. Because remember, they were in, they were enforcing mask mandates on the planes they were refusing to serve alcohol Mm -hmm. they were treat you know treating people you know and people were getting rowdy because like it is a miserable experience and on the margins like (laughs) more disagreeable people are going to be incentivized to act more disagreeably and so this has been not this is not just a last few months thing although it has it seems like we've hit some sort of inflection point Mm -hmm. um uh, to you know uh, i I wonder how it could get worse before there's a total collapse of the airline because nobody wants to people would rather take other means at some point it's going to break because truly car there's going i mean we really are in my mind and this might not be true but we really are getting to the point where people who fly infrequently would rather not fly at all than have yeah. to go through it like and which sounds a little bit crazy but every time i go to the airport now it is like you said it is torture it is a real beating a real beating yeah it sucks yeah <clears throat> yeah it's uh yeah uh, unfortunately i think that the, they have pretty captive customers because a yeah. large part of the american economy is driven by business travelers well and, and that's got to be know, the result uh, of it. regulatory capture right I mean that won't oh, be yeah, happening. Yeah. Oh if my there god! Yeah. So much government incest in that industry. Oh, the right? the the saga of the relationship of the airline industry and the American government is a long and torturous one. They're very involved. I mean, at at times, like I, I'm, but my my understanding is most of these airlines at times have essentially been nationalized. 
Like, and it's kind of they oscillate back and forth between being essentially government owned and not. I like the idea that you're kind of explaining this to a large crowd of people waiting on the TSA line, and you're on a chair being carried by four flight attendants. <laughs> yeah, on a litter of being carried by by American Airlines slaves. <laughs> yes, I know it sucks, <laughs> sir. My my shoulder hurts. Quiet. <laughs> yeah, quiet down there. The Doppler effect as I'm leaving, as I'm leaving through the doors. Like, like you see, it's mostly been uh, driven by the. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> Silence, peon. Sing Silence. for me. <laughs> the problem is you're traveling infrequently. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you must travel more. Travel more. You must have your company pay for it. <laughs> Why do you not have a company that can pay for it? Poor one. You'd like dip down into somebody's face. <laughs> yeah, it, it is really, it's, it's the, the class... And I'm not saying you're part of a different class because it's not even class, but it's like a sort of a subclass. Like, I don't know what it is. Middle managers. These weird, these weird divisions that pop up where you notice how starkly different, like, the in- two people's engagement in the same product can be yeah. is incredible. Yes. It's- well, and it happened to me kind of in real time because I didn't used to I, – I used to be very locally based business-wise – and now, and now I'm not. And my and Meatbird is a, a very frequent traveler. And so then I started traveling. And then he was like, "Dude, like I went, we went, up for, you know, flew for a volleyball tournament somewhere." And uh, I and, like we're traveling, and he had this tremendously different experience. I was a great drag on the entire process through the airport because I was a peon. And he's like, "Dude, we got to fix this. Like we get, you know." And so he, you know, kind of showed me. <laughs> you got all brought the, into all, knighthood. <laughs> I got brought. I got indoctrinated. I got uh, in doc week with uh, Meatbird. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. Do they give you cancer when you don't have when you have the special stuff that you have? Like, do you have to go through the X-ray and all that still? Uh, I don't go through the scanner. I go through Dude. just the normal yeah. old nineties TSA pre-check. Dude, oh. I get yeah. I get I I get to the airport like if my flight boards. I get to the you know I get to the airport. If I'm walking in the door. Five minutes before it starts boarding. Oh fuck good. you, dude! Really? Like, <laughs> I gotta get there an hour and a half early, and wow, just fucking yeah. Because I mean, I'll just have the ticket on my app. I'm walking through pre-check with my carry-on, and then I pass by the bolt. giant guy projected onto the twenty screens. <laughs> yeah, I salute. I salute him. I drop my bag, take off my cap, and salute him momentarily, and then I that's continue all you on have to, to do. my gate. That's all I got to do. You have to show <laughs> and then I get to the giant. <laughs> then I get then I get picked up by one of those beeping carts and escorted down the aisle to my uh to my to, to my seat. Dude, I always wanted to. I always want to pretend to get hit by one of those things just to inconvenience. Somebody's day, I'll like fall into one of those stupid <laughs> cars they have. I'll take a beating. I mean, I'm already. I'm at the airport. I'm already being beaten. I might as well get a physical injury just to inconvenience other more privileged people. Mm. It's the That's looting mindset, but at the, at the, the airport, looting, the Italian <laughs> snail mindset. Ah <laughs> oh, man, well that was see full 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 span of news, fellas, and we didn't yeah. even get to my scientific so discovery. Yeah. I guess. Oh, is that where we're at? Yeah, we're. It's fifty-eight minutes in. All right. Well, let's let's hear it. Did our job? No, we can't. I don't want to. These these grubby non-payers don't get a more longer than an hour. Oh, are we limping? We think we have to limp. Yeah, we might have to limp. Okay. Man, but, um, what a case of yeah, blue so... balls. <laughs> you teased it all I'll episode. Send you the episode. Pause. I'll send you the app. This is how I ha- I have to survive, Foz. I need to eat my canned spam, and the prices are only going up. Dude, don't tell me about spam prices. I already fucking know. $5 for a can of spam Insane. I just spent, fellas. Five. The problem, it's got no business. The problem with the spam uh, is that you guys are just regular retail. See, when I, I eat spam, it's my business, Costco and it's a write-off. And I get... Yeah. <laughs> It's just way better. They carve it directly off the spam pig. Yeah. 
My company sends it to me. <laughs> I love the idea that yeah, you have like a spam card, and it's like a gy- it's like gyro meat. They just carve off the and the spam card is, directly for you. The card is physically very large, so it's really goofy, and I have to like kind of like hold it with two hands and like rotate my body it's, to slide like it through a the Willy credit card Wonka machine. Card. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just carrying not, it through a Costco on the way here. to the spam aisle. Dude, that would what be so cool card? though. Right here, sir. That'd be so fucking cool. Here's my spam card. Yeah, I would take a spam card over a flight membership any day, dude. Get me the sure card. far more useful. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Well, we'll take it over to Limp Car. You and I will do some double duty here and take it over to Limp, and we'll go into my discovery. But uh, yeah, that's that's it for the the news. And since we got the news intro, let's see. Good day for right. news. What can we say? Yeah. What can we say? Well, I got one more thing to say. And that's yeah. Till next week. Two hands on the wheel. Cool.